Welcome, everybody. I know it's been a while, but we are back with the Meatheads podcast. Burberry scars, Trevor Perry on, living like a comet, moving amongst the stars, $100,000 sports car. The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audience. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. How's everybody's father feeling today? <laughs> what up, G? What's up, Holmes? What's good in the hood? What is good in the hood, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Circle Bay Podcast episode 176. What a fresh start here to start the new year, folks. The host is what I'm seeing here with my other host, my compadre, my blood, my son, and my all. The one, the real Mussolini, the real Pepsi. But even though I'm not drinking a Pepsi here, but I'm drinking a Michelada here. But yeah, so, What's up, what is going on? Pepsi Phil, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's where you get the round of applause. That's right, man. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year's to everyone. We're back here in action. Of course, everybody's still on vacation, but they'll be back soon. But still Pepsi and Phil and myself here, ladies and gentlemen. Starting mm-hmm. with starting the year off right for 2024. Hope everybody had a great, fantastic Happy New Year's, and also what people are watching on Instagram Live as well. We're here, baby. So make sure if you're watching this, if you're new, subscribe, follow us here on this channel. Go to our link tree on the bio to get subscribed here on the COD. But man, Pepsi Phil, we got a lot of things that happened on New Year's, uh, and also what happened today Mm -hmm. at Wrestling New Japan. But we're gonna get there's so much shit we're gonna have to get into today. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big weekend. It was a big weekend. A hell of a huge weekend, man. I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. Let's talk about man day one, baby. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's right. Yes, let's talk about it before we even get into anything else, man. 
That's right. You guys saw Monday Night Raw. Of course, we didn't do a Raw Dog Dog Dingo because it was a New Year's Day. Everybody was resting, hungover. Everybody's tired. I was like, no, I'm back with chat. Just watch TV and just watch Monday Night Raw. But yes, we did see the appearance, of course, of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We did see a good matchup between Becky Lynch and Nia Jax, which I was surprised of that. Mm-hmm. And you know, seeing also, you know, Rhea Ripley because you know, not uh, was it was it who was it? I uh, is it Ivy or Nightly or what's her name? I forgot her name. I thought it was uh, Ivy. Yeah, Ivy, right? Yeah, that was a good matchup too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre didn't turn out to everybody expected, and Drew even kicked Damian Priest. Like, no, you're not gonna cash it in here, buddy. But man, <laughs> and Cody Rhodes, wait, was the story's gonna be on hold because I gotta finish. What Nakamura started, like that promo when Nakamura did it, by the way. It was mm-hmm. great. It was great overall. Man, Pepsi film, everything what you saw on Monday Night Raw. There's a lot of questions here that I have here. You know, besides, you know, the recap of Monday Night Raw day one. Mm-hmm. Talks about Dwayne Rock Johnson. And in our just rumor your windows, folks. Remember, we are just only just opinionators. We're not piece of shit by an Alvarez. Sean Ross have none of that, but there's room in your window that, that we may see Dwayne The Rock Johnson at either Elimination Chamber versus Roman Reigns or Mania. That's the case. What about this? What about Cody Rhodes' story? What's going on with that? Break it down, Pepsi Phil. Give us your thought on all these questions. I want to hear your answers. The people want to know. Give the people what they want. I will say right now. First of all, I saw the promo where he goes, "Should I be at the head of the table?" And my exact thoughts was, why? First of all, he's not even a part-time wrestler. Like, he's barely there. So if you keep that in mind, they're not going to put the belt on a guy who's not, who's barely there. Like, they're just not going to do it. So Roman will extend it, although rumors abound, and that's what they are, rumors, that they're trying to have Roman keep the belt long enough to beat Hogan's record. So the long and short of it is they'll do The Rock. If they do the match, it'll be interesting because I think The Rock in his acting clause has he never loses a fight. So I don't see them letting him lose. I don't see him letting himself lose a match, even though it is his cousin. Um, so one, if he can't lose a match, how it's going to happen. Uh, two, you can't give him the belt because why are you going to put the belt on someone who's barely at the event? I mean, even... By Brock standards, The Rock wouldn't be there in time. So, um, and taking the belt off Roman and giving it to Rock really does seem foolish. Now, as for Cody's story, um, at the very least, they're keeping him somewhere within the within the realm of relevant to the big theme. And his promos pretty much say that even though I'm not "quote unquote" immediately finishing my story. I'm still mm-hmm. working towards it. So I did appreciate that about his promo because even though it's a different route than he usually thought, um, I actually have no problem with it because let's face it. If he, like, what's the, what is it? What has it been a year since he's been back? Well, two I'm, years. Two I'm years. Almost, almost a year, two years. Yeah, yeah. right. So it's been two years. If he came in that first year and won the belt off Roman, the number of people who will be pissed would be countless. So at least now, the st- I mean, yeah, I know everyone wants to complain about long-form storytelling, but honestly, this is basically Cody like working his way through through the uh, working his way through the roster. He gets to have some good matches. 
him and Shinsuke, I've enjoyed that rivalry. Um, I enjoyed him and Seth. Um, I, you know, obviously I enjoyed him and Roman, but let's think about it. He has not had a bad rivalry yet. And let's face it, for about one week, he was a tag team champion and gave one of the greatest press conferences in wrestling history. So as far as I'm concerned, Cody's fine. Like I said, Cody doesn't have to win the belt right now. If they're going to keep it on Roman, fine. Honestly, I feel like The Rock is a distraction because right now they don't have anyone else to put against Roman. And and honestly, if they're going to... They can't hide him until WrestleMania because then it's just like, who is he going to fight? Some rando? Jinder Mahal? (laughs) (laughs) They had to find someone. So I guess The Rock, at the very least, makes puts everyone in a buzz. But honestly, I truly do not care about The Rock coming back. Um, I saw him again. I saw the, the segment with him and Jinder. Not gonna lie, Rock's a little rusty, which is fine. But I'm sitting there going, Yeah, Rock's gonna have to get back in the fighting shape. Yeah, he he he's movie swole, but I don't know if he's like wrestling ready. So, but I know everyone's really excited about it. I just saw it and went, This is a distraction from the storyline. It, it feels like a distraction. I mean, no offense to the rock, but honestly, I don't feel like the I don't feel like Dwayne Johnson against Roman Reigns has the same impact it would have had five years ago. I agree. I agree with that. It doesn't have that same impact that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It doesn't at all. It just it feels like, ah, we've already seen this so many times, of course, for him busting that promo. Or maybe I should sit ahead of the table. I'm like, ah, come on with that mm-hmm. bullshit, man. I just, for me, it's just, if it's going to happen, let it happen in chamber. Fine. Okay. Let it happen in chamber before mania. At least you're giving is that if you beat Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you're pretty much telling Cody Rhodes, sir, I can beat you again. So yeah. it, it's that type of story. So mm-hmm. it kind of gives that elevate, you know, elevate that story more and more and more that we kind of want to see. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping that it hits that route more the chamber to get it out of the way because I know The Rock got there's Now that Hollywood's open again, man, get back and make movies. And I know mm-hmm. you got to go make the movies. So hopefully that does happen. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. That could be the case. But I want to give a shout out, of course, to the, the, <laughs> the future. That's right, Tom from Broadcast. That's right. Make sure you're yeah, That's so. right. Yes. Let's go. And the banger, my banger. TK, hey, Tim. What's up, brother? What's going on? That is right. But uh, it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't feel this should happen at Mania. I know I heard Seltzer talk this shit saying, oh, well, it's going to sell out. It's not about, it's no, no, no. It's, it should. This should have happened last year in L.A., mm-hmm. if that was the case. It should have been night one, him defeating Dwayne Rock Johnson. Night two, they didn't have Cody winning the title. That was the case. Yeah. Because he proved your point there already. It's just this one doesn't make any – I don't know if they're heading to that direction because it's mainly a 40. That could be the case. I don't know. I mean, they could head back to that again, maybe that original plan, maybe so going night one to Rock, night two Cody Rhodes. I this mean, the real- the question. I mean, part of the big problem, too, also, is that the Acknowledge Me Roman mm-hmm. and the Bloodline, that storyline needed to end a long time ago. So there is there is no punch like, like I mean, honestly, yeah, if it, a year ago when the Bloodline was in full swing um, and The Rock versus him, that would have been a great pop. Yeah. But right now, think about it. Sammy's gone. Jay's gone. 
Jimmy's creating a new character, which actually is kind of funny. Solo apparently is working on his character to be like the next tribal chief, which has its own storyline right there. And honestly, Roman feels very floaty. Yeah. Like he like, and that's and and I don't think it's his fault. I just think they ran the best storyline of like we said of twenty one of the best storylines of twenty twenty three, and I don't think they know where to go now because they don't like Drew. They can't give him. They can't do Drew again because everyone saw that. Yep. Um, you can't do Brock because no one wants to see that again. No. Um, Seth already has his own storyline. Cody, unfortunately, is just not ready. So, yeah. The Rock is the only... Like, in hindsight, The Rock is the best answer, but truth be told, I feel like that roster has a... And honestly, nobody wants it to be Punk. No, no. It's too way too soon to do that. Yeah, I think exactly. I would rather wait on that one. Yeah, I think everybody... So, yeah. So, truth be told, right now, Roman's... Even though Roman... I think, I think Roman's still pushing the Acknowledge Me character or the tribal chief character depending on how you want to put it but i don't feel like yeah then him and nick all like i I don't feel like he's going anywhere yeah i don't see it anyway i still i don't know where you know we're heading into the rumble we have to wait and see how this is we're heading to we got Mm -hmm. like what a couple weeks away for it we're yeah i don't know how they're gonna book this i'm hoping papa h doesn't write i mean does he even have a match to rumble because at this point it's like he's gonna miss the rumble. Maybe he'll miss the elimination chamber straight, and then what? what you're gonna have a bunch of promos in between of him and The Rock going back and forth. Because let's face it, The Rock can't show up at every venue to do a promo with him. That's right. So, so once again, I can't. <laughs> Mister Universal himself, what's going on, Mister Nick Theater Universal Podcast? So yeah, so. And this is honestly not, I don't think it's Roman's fault. I just think it's Booking's fault. It was Vince's fucking fault because the way how he had it booked in the first place. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think right now they could go somewhere. Truth be told, you can't do another, you can't form a new bloodline, but maybe Roman could go into like this. I don't know. Well, I guess he can't do crazed character, but I mean. He, I mean, being a stalwart, being a stalwart challenger slash evil king, just ain't doing anything for me anymore. Yeah, you know? it's, it really is. Because really even his happen. Nick Aldis segment was, uh, was that one came out. That one felt a little bit flat to me. Yeah, and I gotta uh, blame Vince. Damn it, Nick! I gotta blame him. <laughs> I mean, he's not even here. <laughs> But I, I, Papa H is doing him that favor. Like, I'll fine. I'll let him keep the belt. Let him beat Hogan's record, I guess. I don't no. know if he's heading. Well, I mean, here's a, here's a, here's a, it's a double-edged sword. So, yes. Roman's not going anywhere, but who are you going to put the belt on? You can't put it on Cody yet. I mean, no. You, got, you can't put it on Punk. No. So no, 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 no. Lord knows you can't do another Brock run because everybody's kind of like, eh. <laughs> so... Truth be told, they're in a, I mean, on one hand, yeah, Vince put him in a corner because, let's face it, Vince wasn't building anybody. Um, And maybe Triple H could have done a little bit better job building some other folks. Like, let's face it, you got, I mean, you got Braun Strowman, you got Drew. I mean, you got a bunch of big dudes. Like, I mean, granted, I would like it to be Gunther, but it's way too soon for him. 
but truth be told, there's a bunch of other cats who are big enough that at the very least could be. I thought I see, I thought about LA Knight, but <laughs> unfortunately, they blew his wad at uh, at, um, what was it? Uh, uh, um, Jewel. Yeah, I keep. I don't know why I keep calling it Crown Golden Crown Golden Crown. Um, yeah, Crown Royale, baby. Oh man, I had a Crown Royale right here. But yeah, but basically they blew they blew L.A. Knight's wad um, at, at at in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, he had a good showing. He was he had a great showing there. But poor poor L.A. Knight. I mean, well, L.A. Knight's done some good stuff. He's got he's he got good he's got a good run going on right now. But honestly, after L.A. Knight. <sighs> That's a we can't LA Knight can't be denied kind of situation. I mean, LA Knight was so over, they were just like, you might as well put him up against Roman. Yeah. When that's and that was I, well, I won't say it's like not booking, but I feel like that was all LA Knight though. Then the guys booking. So 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 right now they're in a they're in a weird place where it's like Roman's not doing anything, but there's no one else who theoretically can take him right now. And honestly, if they want him to beat Hogan, Hogan's record with the belt, I mean, um, he's going to leave it on him till Mania, I guess. I guess so, right? I mean, we're going to have to wait and see how that happens, man. Mm-hmm. All right. And then tell you folks, we're catching up with everything. And then we finally got the news. Yeah. <laughs> ah, he is gone. The Bugs Bunny looking motherfucker is mm-hmm. gone. Kevin Dunn is officially gone. The the Curtis Nick Khan already put notifications that he's gone. So now uh, we saw the pro, you know, the the production how it was on Raw, way different compared to what Kevin does, you know, normally does. Of course, he said, I would never leave Vince when he fired me. Well, guess what? Vince is gone. Bobby Jules, he's gone. Now that means you're gone. It took you this long to say, you know what? Here's my resignation. I'm out. He's done. And now I don't know who's going to take over that production. I don't know what Pop H has been planning that. So, I mean, they're going to go probably go back and do some more television, folks. Probably the, are they. I mean, they got the crew. I mean, probably going to use the same crew or at least a, tip, a similar crew to what the UFC does. That's right. You're it's absolutely right. About, so they. I mean, they have a foundation. Truth be told, Kevin Dunn. I mean, I'll be honest with you. At a certain point, his camera work or the production work he did was kind of terrible. In a sense of like, I mean, not so much. Yeah, he'd do a good job, quote unquote, making sure the camera's in the ring. But there's some cut shots and some other slam shots that I was like, "Yeah, I have no idea what you're doing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have no idea what this camera's doing." So, and honestly, let's face it: the only reason Kevin Dunn never got fired was because one, Vince, and two, he knows where way too many bodies are buried. Oh fuck yeah! And I'm pretty sure he knows what happened behind the scenes. All that shit happened. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you, Kevin Dunn was the one that well, I got you, boss. I'll take care of this for you. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he fucking did all of that. Try to bury all of that so he makes sure mm-hmm. that Vince doesn't get caught up. That was his right hand man. I know it was. Everybody thinks it was Richard. No, this man was the right hand man. Oh, I so. think I think it was him and Richard. Truth be told, uh, probably Richard. But it also it also depended on what shady business he needed, what person to do. So. That's true. I feel like I feel like Pritchard. If it was the the dirtiest, if it was the dirtiest partner kind of involved going in the mud, Pritchard was in charge of that. Kevin Dunn's job was pretty much probably just burying it under something that no one notices. So, so like I said, I am curious to see what their camera work is going to look like right now because I feel like they did a much like I mean he hasn't left yet, 
but you can already start to see the change in how uh, production is actually getting handled a little bit, at least during the day one. Yeah. Correct. I just hope that Tony Khan does not fucking get I'm serious. Don't... I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Tony Khan, you better not get him. Because, no, that's going to be bad for your production in AEW. Do not get this man. Do not get this man. I Please do not get him. I... In Tony's defense, <laughs> if you brought Kevin Dunn on as a consultant, that might not be a wholly terrible idea. Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe and, just that. Yeah, but like him, well, let's face it, because up until now, before now, like during the Attitude Era, let's face it, that man's camera work was amazing. We were like, ooh, that's. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to disregard. Yeah. So aside from him being, shall we say, skeevy, he does know some level of production. So I think if, if worst case scenario, as long as he's not brought on as a full-time staffer and just a consultant, it might be interesting. But then again, they have that non-complete cause, and I wonder if that goes for, like, non-talent as well. That's true. That's absolutely true. You're right about that. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how this direction is going to head out to be. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, best of, best of luck to you, Kevin Dunn. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm telling you, there's a lot of things that happen. And, of course, the next one is, of course, NXT New Year's Evil, baby. <laughs> I, I can tell you that I we knew Dragon was not going to compete. I already mm-hmm. had that. So, they, so they're saving it for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be for Mania weekend. They have to. If that's the case, they're going to extend it that long. I mean, they're going mean, to have to. But I was really impressed with seeing Dragon Me, of course, because, you know, Visa Issues. Had to be replaced with Carlito and see Rock, see Roxanne, man. Yeah, the heel ruthless aggression from her. I do like that. I I was really impressed. I'm not gonna lie, Shawn Michaels is doing a hell of a job down there. Fuck it, man. You've been saying this man has been doing a fantastic job. I mean, I mean, you saw you've seen into that that line with that. What's his name who flew in the LWO? That one move, I'm looking at it going, oh, that's what happens when you let Shawn Michaels in charge. Kids start kids start jumping off of everything. Um, it's one, like I said, I think right now, I don't think this is golden black NXT because mm-hmm. I don't have that energy, but I think we can officially say they found their stride and they're starting to really come on. Um, they have, and I think it's probably because of the fact that they're mixing like some of the main roster talent with the new with the newbies because a lot of them are coming on really great and i think just being around folks like carlito who honestly you know is just a solid dude who pretty much knows how to pretty much help push him forward has been shown has pretty much been making him look really good so oh yeah so i'm Absolutely. Pretty, so uh i'm like i said I, it's not black and gold nxt that we all miss but they're starting to really find their stride, and they're starting to do some great work in there. And you know, you know my feeling about Trick and Carmelo. So, well, that Trick, that's right. <laughs> so, but I'm happy for for Trick Williams, so he's get the win and against mm-hmm. University of Waller because Kevin Owens was there. Oh, yeah. Man, I can tell you, they were teasing a lot of people on social media. Oh, a former champion is coming over here to NXT. He's a be um, for a minute. I thought it was Andrade. I'm like, okay, Andrade's gonna probably replace Dragon Lee. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, maybe it could be Andrade replacing Dragon Me in this one. <laughs> what did happen? I, was, I guess Carlito was the one, which is fine. 
you know, I'm happy for Cardito. At least he's getting some TV time doing something. Yeah, and honestly, he's been in the back for so long. He's been doing production and booking and pro- I'm sorry. I guess they call it producing now. Yeah, uh, in the back. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to see him come out. So, because he, I mean, he always he looks great. So, so, oh, yeah. so I'm I'm not really that worried about it. But it's just good to see, like you said, it's good to see him on television. Oh yeah, it, it was really, really, really good to see him on television. I was really happy to see him. And ah mm-hmm. oh, man, it was good to see everybody. You know, it, the whole event was not bad at all. Everybody did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Speaking of fantastic, what a fantastic event! New <laughs> Japan Wrestle Kingdom. Ah, really? Oh man, it's format. Zeddy, Zeddy all day right here, baby. Four matches I was looking forward to. Four of them. Oh um, man! So, first of all. The Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tanahashi was the first one I was excited about. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you. It was everything I looked for. Mm-hmm. So here, I mean, I'm going to pull back a little bit. So here's the thing. We saw Tanahashi in AEW. Mm-hmm. Then we saw Tanahashi in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Them two dudes don't know each other. <laughs> you not the AEW Tanahashi and the New Japan Pro Wrestling Tanahashi, two completely different dudes. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, I'm saying, damn, I could have. Oh, damn, I wanted to see this. So, and Zack Saber Junior. Man, just I can't say enough about that dude. That dude's amazing. That first of all, him and Tanahashi put on a legit workshop, like. Like I said, it's one of those things you look at and just go, if you were, if you are a catch wrestling fan and you like to ground and pound, yeah, this that's the match you want to watch. Zack Sabre and Tanahashi were amazing together. Um, are we doing spoilers or are we going to hold out for a little bit? Go for it. Go for it. There's, there's, and, shout out, funny, and shout out to the President Ace for winning the IWGP TV title. Go, Ace! Go, hey, that's right. <laughs> Which honestly, I was genuinely surprised because I thought he was kind of in a semi-retired role, being the president. But I guess man got the belt. So, but and again, it, but it was still a great match. Tanahashi was great. Zack Saber Jr., like I said, was money. And honestly, the moves they put on there was was legitimately some of the best stuff I'd seen. Oh, yeah. Um, but once again, I go back to my original theory. AEW Tanahashi and New Japan Pro Wrestling Tanahashi, two different dudes. I could say it's President Tanahashi <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Tanahashi. So, um, and then the next one. Woo. Oh, woo. Break Okada, it down, baby. Okada versus Danielson. Nitty time? Tell me when to go to Nitty. I'll go Nitty. Mm-hmm. Go Nitty. Go Nitty. Um, it was better. Th- it was definitely better than the AEW match. Um, this was ROH Daniel Bryan. I mean, Brian Danielson. This was ROH early one where this dude was like, he was when he was just kicking people in the face for no reason whatsoever. Um, and Okada was great. And this, it was a great, it went back and forth the entire time. And obviously, because they were in New Japan, Okada wins the match. 
<laughs> it was legitimately some of the best stuff I'd seen. And honestly, it was it was most definitely better than what we got in AEW. And I will tell you right now, if I saw if this was a match we had seen before we did our award show, this one would have probably been the one to win best of best best match of the year for me. Because they were literally going back and forth. It was not it was not an easy battle. It was legitimately a slobber knocker. Um, with some of the best technical stuff I'd ever seen from the both of them, so that was that was that was so that was a technical display. Let's get to the hot mess one. Oh, speak, it's preach it, <laughs> preach it. What is the hot mess? No, no. So it's, it's so it's David Finley, head of the Bullet Club, son of the son of the great Fit Finley, fourth gen, fourth generation wrestler. So forth, he using the family shillelagh to beat the crap out of people. Uh, hey, hey. Versus Mox versus Will Ospreay. Two words. Mwah. It was it was a great match. It went completely insane. Um, overall, this is the this is one of the most fun three way matches I've seen in a long time. Um, yes, Mox did bleed. But this was for the IWGP Global Global Championship, which I'm assuming now replaces the IWGP US title and the UK title. So, which honestly makes a lot more sense because honestly, why was Japan doing US titles anyway? And so they did that one. And the winner, by the way, was the one they refer to as the rebel savior of New Japan Pro Wrestling, David Finley. <laughs> now, what makes this match hilarious is that, as everyone knows, and it's pretty much been on the internet, the uh, the wrestler formerly known as Dolph Dolph Ziggler was in Japan on the side, and part of the storyline is, is I don't know if he's not, I don't know what kind of contract he has with New Japan, but it looks like he has a program with David Finley coming up. Oh, so. <laughs> I am very pleased with that because here's the thing. Um, this Dolph Ziggler, this is a new Dolph Ziggler. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited to see what him and him, Ryan Nemeth, and I guess, I guess, well, Nick Nemeth is Nick Nemeth is Dolph Ziggler's name, but him and his brother Ryan were both there hanging out. So it was really cool to see him. Um, the other thing I did enjoy was the fact that, um, uh, Will Ospreay, who's officially calling himself the Aerial Assassin, came out in some Assassin Creed inspired gear. Um, and honestly, if you're a video gamer, that's the only reason you should care about it. But honestly, uh, the match was legitimately a solid match. Moxley did bleed, um, for the kids who were following at home, um, and they did. Yeah, definitely. Brian, what's going on, Brian? The chefs in the house. Um, I think this will be a really good thing for them. Um, someone made a really, really impressive thought that anywhere else they might think he'd be a mid carder. He's like legitimately, he's a main eventer. As far as I'm concerned, Dolph is a main eventer. He throws out good matches, and I think him and David Finley will do a wonderful job. And I will say this about David Finley. 
Um, him being in charge of Bullet Club really was a shot in the arm. And truth be told, I think it wasn't the director who told me. I think we were doing a show where the director talked about that, that the Bullet Club was starting to run its course a little bit and we were starting to get worried. Um, David Finley is bringing on this new era of villainy with um, that I think is actually starting to give, a, give, them, give them the shot in the arm that they needed to kind of reboost the Bullet Club's existence because they were starting to get a little bit stale. But honestly, David, after David Finley basically knocked out... <laughs> Knocked out Jay White and took command because here's the proof. You can't ever be in charge of, of a bullet club because at some point you will get knocked out and someone will take your spot. So, but yeah, so that was that match, which honestly, if you don't have a chance, take a look at it. Just as a side note, um, if you go onto the New Japan uh, World, New Japan Pro Wrestling World uh, mobile app or on the website, the Zack Sabre Jr. Tanahashi match is um they're they're displaying that one for free, so you can actually just go on, you can just go on the website and see that match and trust me you will not be disappointed at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a three and that was a three way match for that one. <laughs> thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. And of uh, course, don't forget don't forget the Rankiro. Speak, speaking of. Then we talked to uh, Sonata, Sonata, sorry, Sonata versus Naito for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. As you might expect, it was a great match. I don't know how Naito does it, but he literally comes to the ring every day. His ring gear involves around a three-piece suit. I don't know how he does it, but he just does. Um, it was it was a great match. I enjoyed it. I thought they did a really great job. They also uh updated it with a new storyline so if anyone who doesn't know uh sonata and naito i guess at one point both applied to join the dojo yeah and naito got in and sonata did not and that's always been kind of a sonata's always had the storyline of being the bridesmaid but never being the bride so the storyline was pretty much kind of feeding into that um because when sonata first started he'd always been part of teams and he's always been pretty much supporting them. It never been about him, which on the one hand you're a little sad about because if you want, because based on the championship match, Naito wins the IWGP title and Sonata loses it. So the idea of him being a bridesmaid is continued. So, and Naito was about to give a really good speech when guess who comes into the ring to bother him? Oh, I already know who. <laughs> Evil and I hate to say this man's name, Dick Togo. <laughs> that is a terrible name. But uh, when they came in, and then while they were beating up, um, when they were beating up Naito, Sonata saved them. So I guess we're going to have uh, Naito, Sonata versus uh, Evil versus Dick Togo. So <laughs> I think his name was like Shinsei. Um, or something like that. But, something uh, like that. It was like that. Yeah. So that was. So those were the four matches I was most excited about, um, and that was <laughs> ones I really focused on for me. Um, all, all, all said, the entire event was amazing. Um, it is. So I have never wanted to do. I have never wanted to do WrestleMania. You couldn't pay me to do that one, 
But, <laughs> but I would not mind going to Wrestle Kingdom. That's a dream. My yeah. dream is to go on that too, just to go to Japan and go to a, to Wrestle Kingdom. And the good thing is that we noticed that this crowd was more energetic and more out there. Yeah. Because, you know, because the limitations of the mask kind of went low now. Mm -hmm. So it's not what it used to be. And also because what happened, you know, I hope everybody's fine, you know, with the earthquake that happened over there in Japan. Yeah. But it just that was all of this that seeing the crowd and then finally hearing the crowd going with Naito in the end, you know, Los Ingobernables. Oh, but here everybody, the crowd's going insane. There were there were a lot of there were a lot of non-Japanese folks in those crowds. Too. Oh fuck yeah, there was you could even tell yeah. that like there was like more American and more yeah. European and people even, there. Even by Warsaw Kingdom status, that was there was a lot more non um um, they were a lot more. There were a lot more non-Japanese individuals there, and it was, it was nice. Also, Will Ospreay. You think we know how much they love Will Ospreay? You watch a New Japan match, and you go, "Oh, that's Will Ospreay." Yeah, uh, <laughs> they love that. I mean, that match is that was an incredible match between them, little three-way for the global championship. See yeah. that, and also you know have them teaming up in the, in the beginning, kind of like jumping on Finley, putting him to the table. <laughs> And then putting his fashion, you know, through the table, it was just like, oh fuck! All the, everything else was just like, oh shit! I mean, they went at it. Oh my god! The one thing I enjoyed, the Death Rider, and yes. then of course, Will Ospreay reversing it to the to the elbows. I'm like, oh shit! Oh, at, a certain, at a certain point, they were using each other to beat each other up with. Exactly. That's what I think what was it? Uh, Moxley did a tombstone. With Finley on top of on top of my boy Osprey, yes, and I think I think Finley used Osprey. I think he did a power bomb with him on top of Moxley at one point. Um, which honestly, I've only seen David Finley's clips of his matches. I've never actually seen him run a whole match. Honestly, I've seen a few things here and there, but honestly, he was he is definitely his father's son. Uh, oh, oh yeah, he is. He's but, uh, like his father. Yeah, I found out Fit Finley trained him, and then I found out later on Kojima trained him after that. Yep. So I was like, "Damn, dude, you got some. That's a uh, that's impressive." So, but yeah, he did a great. Like I said, overall the match did a great job, and honestly, it was it was a whole lot of fun. I was, um, but tell the truth, no one watching that match, if they were even remotely aware, would have known. Would say Will Ospreay or Moxie's going to win that belt. <laughs> there was no way New Japan was gonna let two dudes who were leaving win that belt. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> so I was gonna be curious to see how they were gonna have Finley win the belt. And yeah, he wanted exactly the way he wanted to. He played a villain. Um, yeah, this is a WrestleMania spectacular. It really, is. but it's much more celebs sometimes. Over Super Bowls, Wrestle Kingdom is more special because wrestling is just legacy in Japan. I agree, Brian. That I is, absolutely agree with you. That is true up to a point, but they are doing a better job now of trying to make them more inviting to like, quote unquote, not that special wrestling demographic. Because they are doing a lot more. They're doing a lot more like production stuff now with their shows, which they always did that, but. Like now, there's a little bit more. I don't want to say more storytelling, but there's a bit more like drama to it. Because remember, back in the day, it was just two dudes in the ring beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, and, and that was the match. Nowadays, they have they've they've gone to increasing storylines. 
You got stuff like Evo and Dick coming in to beat up, beat up our boy. So I think they're doing a much better job now of trying to like trying to not most make themselves appealing to the masses, but shall we say make them more open to like new newcomers and people who are used to the American style of wrestling. Because some people may not, some people don't understand strong style. Yes. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, it it really was a great event, and honestly, the wrestling and it was top notch. Um, honestly, it it honestly made it was one of the few times I went, oh, this is oh, because so and so I like I said I have the app now, so I will probably spend. They have their New Year's Dash that's coming up this week, coming up tomorrow, mm-hmm. I believe. Technically, yeah, yeah, technically, one, yeah. technically one a.m. <laughs> our time. I know that's later on this evening that, at one o'clock. Yeah. That is my hope. They already got good chemistry, Nick. Um just see to, to, to see to chill take over so my spotlight ring calls over. Yes, absolutely. yes. The final mm-hmm. the, the final hop on from the crowd was yes, the this yes. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I mean agree. they they also had like uh they had like a what would they call it? They call it a Rambo match, but it's like they're it's like a battle royal, but it's like not exactly a battle royal because it's like a bunch of dudes in the ring beating each other up. You either get you either win by getting pinned or getting thrown over the rope. That was mostly a bullet that was two of the bullet club guys were in it. So it they had some pretty good stuff in there. Um See, I'm trying to think of the other ones that were really great. Um, the IWGP Junior Weight Championship, also a really good time. I can't remember the names of the guys that are in it because I did enjoy it, but I didn't follow it as much as I could have. So, mm. but, so but yeah. all, all I can say is on this was the event was really, really was spectacular. Just I, I was happy for the crowd, honestly, because they deserved to have that. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, it didn't seem the attendance was as huge as people expected, but I think the attendance was properly right. Mm-hmm. Just seeing everything overall, I'm happy that, you know, Tomatonga won an Everworld Openweight Championship. I'm happy that Desperado, uh, Desperado won the, um, the, the, the light heavyweight, right? Is it light heavyweight? Was it junior? It's light heavyweight. Light yeah. heavyweight. I'm happy he won that. He, it's about damn time. And, and he got it at Wrestle Kingdom. He deserves mm-hmm. it. That man, Desperado, one of my favorites because he's underrated, never given the credit what he has done, what he's done in Noah, what he's done in All Japan, what he's done in DDT. He's done a lot of fucking shit that really like, oh my God, no. It just got me that way. But I just fucking enjoy it. This Parado is an insane man. That man deserves to have that belt. Finally, I'm glad that they made the decision. If it was you, Tanahashi, I'm glad you made the decision. Fucking Gato took forever to book that man and give him the belt, and he deserves to have it. <laughs> First of all, Gato was a huge factor in the Finley win. <laughs> well, we already know that's for sure. We already know that, which we expected. But one thing I would say about Nick Nemitz, I'm glad that he made the decision to go to Japan. The reason why I say that, Pepsi Phil, because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Like you mentioned earlier, you mentioned that he he's going to be more of a mid-carder, like all with AEW, or because it be a ring of honor. People or whatever. People will say that he isn't, but they will say that. I agree. They would say that. And then they will say, oh, yeah, probably if he goes to TNA, you know, he'll probably be the one next in line for championship. And then he'll lose and he'll start back below again. Mm-hmm. We don't know, to be honest, how the booking will be in those two promotions. I don't know how Tony Khan will book him in Ring of Honor or AEW. I can't question that. 
the one thing I want like to avoid is to see him being a tag team with his brother. Like, no, mm-hmm. we don't want to see that shit. No, 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 no. We need I mean, uh, Nick Demon to be on it by himself. I'd rather see him by himself. I agree with you, but truth be told, his brother could use the work. So <clears throat> that too. That's one even, thing I can't say that he needs to work. Yeah, even though I mean, even if his brother's just there as kind of like a heater form. Uh, what's up, brother? Hey, <laughs> you're not gonna get fined, man. Relax. So, so I think, but like I said, this the Finley, I think Finley versus uh Nemec will probably be. I mean, I mean, any other place it's a main event. So, and I think God bless him. David Finley has sold that already, sold that rivalry like you would not believe. Oh, and they busted exactly like the back, you know. And shout out to you, my brother, DOM, notorious one. That's right. But I feel, and especially the you know the backstage interview, how he came and that promo that Nick you know cut off. I was so happy. I'm just happy the fact that he made the right decision because right here in Japan, he's able to make a name himself as a singles competitor. Not only as the entertainment side, but also. I think he could develop more his in-ring skills, ability, learning the strong style in Japan from everybody else that are in that. It's what I feel that that's gonna really gonna help. I mean, you know, he's basically, he's basically doing the same thing AJ Styles did. Yeah, why not? Remember, he when he left TNA, we were like, "What the hell is he gonna do?" He did a mm-hmm. couple of small stints in like I think he did a small stints in ROH, mm-hmm. um, and I think a few other smaller IWCs. And then ended up in Japan, and then boom, Bullet Club. But honestly, it was a great thing for AJ Styles because he finally got to leave all the baggage of TNA behind and kind of rebrand and build himself in a with a completely different audience and a different community to actually kind of make himself. And I think, I think honestly, I think this, I think Nick can probably go really far because right now he's already got a brand. He already has a completely different look. Like, is that weird suit with the small thin tie look that he has? Like, that's a great look for him. I don't know what it is. is. Yeah, but there's something about that that makes it like you can't even tell if he's a villain or you can't tell if he's a face or a heel. But it's like a John Wick type of shit. That's what kind of reminds me that kind of exactly. Exactly. So (laughs) I'm really excited. Like, I'm really excited to see what he does and really excited to see what he does. That although that promo he did. I don't know who's who, but if I'm the booking for WWE, I'm going, no. If I'm Triple H, I'm going, not one of you sons of bitches could come up with this idea. Put that man in <laughs> just put him in a goddamn suit and make him pissed off. Y'all couldn't come up with that idea? It's not the most complicated thing in the world. So That's, that's right. So oh, I'm, you, you set the world up, oh, Craig. Shit, not just the city, the world. <laughs> so, so yeah, good luck to him. I hope, it, I hope, like I said, I hope we get to see the real. I get we finally get to see who he really is as a wrestler. I agree. I agree with that because he deserves to have that opportunity. And I think right mm-hmm. there in Japan and learning the culture in mm-hmm. strong style. Because one thing that Bushida Board and now the Tanahashi the president have mm-hmm. the advantage of one thing. You mentioned something earlier about the entertainment side that they don't really that really used to because you know how we saw Brian's you know comment about oh you know the, the legacy of Japan, very true. However, keep in mind that you know they need to be entertainment somehow, kind of way. And I feel that Nick Nemes is the right person to actually help 
New Japan stars to kind of get their elevation mm -hmm. on the on the entertainment side and give them a pointers. Hey, why don't you try this out? Hey, why don't you try that out? I feel that he could do that, and not only that, it's gonna help him get you know get the crowd to be like, oh shit, it's mm -hmm. it's formerly known as Dolph Ziggler here in New Japan. Why not? Because there's Japanese crowds out there. They'll be like, oh my god, hell yeah, I want to come see him. I mean, this guy's gonna be entertaining. I mean, the crowd knew who he was. I mean, yes. granted, I mean, granted, they probably did some promo stuff beforehand, but they knew who he was. So it's not like he's going in cold. And honestly, it's like you said. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to. Like I said, I don't think they're going to go completely full entertainment. But I think they recognize that if they're going to become a global brand, because um, and WWE is going to come poaching their stuff, they're going to have to pretty much make themselves more marketable to a larger audience to make more money. And so that mm -hmm. the people don't leave. So, because, so I think that's what they're doing right now. And like I said, no offense to Triple H, but he out here, Mr. Steel, your girlfriend, trying to get everybody's talent. Right? <laughs> he out here trying to steal everybody's talent right now. Uh, uh, yes, you right now. You know full damn well. Naito probably got a call from Triple H going, hey, man, congratulations. How you doing? <laughs> damn. <laughs> You know what? I like it's I he does it, not only that he does it all the time. <laughs> I know, but here's one thing too. Another thing that you know New Japan has now that the global now market now associated with you know, besides stardom being ownership of stardom, mm -hmm. also working alongside with now all Japan, working alongside with Noah, and so now they're opening those doors and they're doing something that we thought it would never happen in Japan because we're so used to their their culture of, you know, not, oh, yeah, that's our competition. The hell with them. Now we got to do our own shit. Mm -hmm. And they open those doors now more like, hey, let's all be partners. Let's help each other out of the market. I'll send my talent. You send me yours. We'll, we'll, we'll hype mm -hmm. it up. Not a problem. So we're seeing that kind of like what it was back in the fucking days when it was really like, man, the territory days when everybody will get along with each other. Yeah. Which I forgot the hell was it, what it was called back in the fucking days. Shit, I was here. Remember what the fuck is called. Oh, so yeah, territory days. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's yeah. it. So, I mean, the fact that they can go back and forth in Japan so easily. Mm -hmm. uh, even I mean, they're even doing crossovers with DDT, which... Exactly. <laughs> which, you know, That's a fucking... It's weird, right? Like, I never thought that they would do that shit. I'm like, DDT? No, you gotta no, take them serious? No defense to DDT, but, man, they do some wacky... Like, to this day, DDT's the only one who... DDT holds the record for being the one to have convinced me to go, huh, I guess you can wrestle a broom. Oh. <laughs> so. To this day, to this day, honestly, I did not even think that was a thing. It's gonna go, bro. This man can wrestle a broom. Like, damn, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, on DDT. I'm like, what? What? Diamond Dallas Page is doing stuff? No. So yeah, so it's been so yeah, but they're starting to cross up with a lot of them. Um, I think it's just because of the fact that they know they know that you know. I mean, for the most part in Japan, if you think about it, Japan's not that huge. And they only have a small collection of wrestlers anyway. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it. it I mean, for me, yeah. I still feel that we're in this generation now on their side that, like, uh, the style of professional wrestling out there, it will be there. But I think <laughs> now with Tanahashi being the president more of it, and will kind of more input entertainment side aspect towards it because we see, I mean, they do have that entertainment, but we know that their culture is different than ours, not disrespecting theirs. It's way different, 
but from them i feel i feel that they want to kind of global market it more wise and yeah, give eyes yeah. to the product yeah so bringing nick nemeth in if they signed him which i don't even know if he's officially signed and, and if he is I, I, congratulations but think about this way. You got Tanahashi, who that's a recognized name in pro wrestling. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. He can go to, you can say, he can go to CML, AAA, CMLLL, I mean, CMLL, AAA, <laughs> and go, hey, y'all want to talk about a partnership? I mean, they already have a slight partnership with CMLL to begin with. Yeah. Um, but right now, Tanahashi can solidify it. Um, <laughs> what did Brian say? I wonder if Hiroshi and the trips. Being in charge can lead any Japan to one day being an open working partnership. I think it could be Brian. Mm. I think they're gonna head to that direction. As much as Tony Khan probably was, is gonna put whatever he's gonna say something and say no, it's not gonna happen. Well, too bad. It's gonna happen, Tony Khan. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> You're bullshit, Tony Khan. Does it need to happen? I mean, we gotta have it. Truth be told, there's a better right now in Japan and. AEW have their partnership. I honestly don't see them breaking away from that because let's face it, AEW has done a much it does a much better job now, not when they first started, a much better job of how they handle their visiting, visiting, visiting wrestlers, especially mm -hmm. other promotions. Um, and honestly, WWE isn't. They're a, they're they're an octopus. Once you go into their clutches, you are theirs. Um, and that's and that's just and that's not an insult to them. That's just their business model. They're not about forming partnerships other than with other wrestling entities. Vince McMahon went way back in the day, and his entire job was, "I'm going to take every single piece of equipment." Lennox, what's up, brother? My bad, Lennox. What's going on, man? Appreciate his entire you. thing was when he bought it from his dad that I was going to buy every single territory and make it mine. So. The, I don't know if they'll probably do it, but I think right now, if a if Tony Khan's smart, he's going to try to solidify that relationship with them. Um, but here's the thing, though, because remember what I mentioned about the global marketing that they're teaming mm -hmm. up all these promotions. Mm -hmm. The doors are already kind of kind of already starting there, unless unless they say, okay, you guys can go work with every promotion except we do. We do not want to work WWE. Like they just send. Regal Sun over there for Japan for all you know, for the triple count. That's mm -hmm. gonna happen, I believe, tonight or I think it's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Somewhere, I, I, which I forgot when, but I'm looking forward to seeing that match because that man deserves to have that. And he is, he reminds me of his father. Yeah, he does. Regal. yeah. So, I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not saying it's impossible, but like I said, they're gonna be a lot of stuff in there. They gotta have a lot of stuff in their road, a lot of ducks in the road for it to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like it's, I said, it's true, it's true, Brian. It's like yeah, it's not impossible. Like I said, it's never, it's never. You can never say never in pro wrestling. We already know no, that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I just more for me, honestly, I want more of the women, more of these promotions involved, like starting. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, Choco Pro, Tokyo Joshi Pro. Mm -hmm. I really want more of their side to get involved in this type because we need to see a lot of theirs. A lot of that shit because it's. Uh -huh. I know we see them here in AW with Forbidden Door type of style, kind of. Mm -hmm. But I really want to see them more open the doors for WWE because we need to have a women's revolution again for mm -hmm. both of these promotions in America so we can I, have that. I and think I think you, it would be fantastic. I think, like you said, though, the stardom merger will help is a good start. Oh, yeah. But them oh, yeah. going into but them going into other Joshi programs, I mean, 
this will sound terrible, but remember, it took them forever to realize that stardom needed to be it's uh, needed to be part of the whole family. Because remember, they treated it like a, with all due respect, they treated stardom like a stepchild. No, you're right, and they did. Mm -hmm. They 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 straightened it out. And the thing is, for me, is their culture, how they have it out there, it's just been more like. No, it's just it's a separate thing. Like like yeah yeah. It's so, I mean, yeah, so it's a it's a second day. It's like women's wrestling's over here, and I mean, I don't know honestly, I don't know what the women's wrestling market is in Japan. Truth be told, it's not bad at all. It's really really good. I you know see stardom what they do, and you know, for me, you know, Chuckle Pro kind of reminds me like a little bit of how TNA like the crowd audience and also Tokyo Yoshi Pro is kind of the same, but they do attract a lot of the audiences and everything. Like, oh man, this is good matches. Like Makito. Is yeah. really one of the main stars out there, and there's a lot that I can mention, but it's so many names that it's hard for me to pronounce. You know, but there's they, a lot, a lot of them. You no, know, they have a lot of great Joshi, but the funniness, like you said, if you look at if you look at one of their shows, they're doing bingo halls still. Like I think, yeah, because a lot of them don't book them. The problem is that a lot of these stadiums won't book a market of that. No, that's you know that's right. Because like I'm sitting there going, if you are a stardom and you are with Wrestle Kingdom. I'm not asking but New Japan Pro Wrestling. You should mm -hmm. at least have a better marketing engine to pretty much go. This is our event, and then pretty much. Well, I guess they they won't mix it up, but maybe keeping them separate is what they do. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see where Stardom goes because, like you said, if they're doing the partnerships, they will have to at some point bring in more Joshi wrestlers. So I'm curious to see how that turns out. And was it Julie? Recently left um stardom. Yeah, she left stardom and yeah. she hasn't made a decision yet, supposedly that it's more looks like heading to uh AEW, but then again there was another one about WWE. Yeah. So it's like what the fuck make up your mind, woman? What do you want to make? <laughs> Jesus. It's a money call, man. It's a money call. I don't blame her. Take as much time as she needs. Yeah, I mean we I, I can't blame her. Yeah, I, mean, I can't blame her, man. I mean, at this point, let's face it, uh well, we can't get into it just yet till you bring it up. <laughs> we can, we can, I wish we get the dynamite to talk about the one thing I was excited about. Oh, yeah, well, no worry. We're gonna get into it because I'm excited for that. But uh, here, this one, I'm, I this was this event was incredible. I really enjoyed it. Wrestle Kingdom has not disappointed at all for the last fucking almost ten years by now. For me, that my experience watching it since I started watching New Japan, and that has never disappointed. Even the main event, seeing the. You mentioned earlier about seeing Sonata and Naito, that emotional moment they had after Sonata saving Naito from, from you know, from <laughs> Evo and Togo. Seeing him cry one more time, you know, the LIJ fucking pose. I'm happy for Sonata. Finally, he finally gets one thing that I've been begging for fucking Machina Board and Gato. Yes, you, Gato. You're bullshit, Gato. I'm glad Tanahashi made the decision. So... I'm glad that he won. It walked in as the main event and as a world champion. Yeah. Oh well, he lost. Big deal. It is what it is. But at least I'm happy that he walked in into the biggest event of all time in Japan as a world champion, as the main event. How many times we saw? How many times we've seen this man in the G1 Classic fucking <laughs> going crazy, being in a in a finals and fucking losing to Okada or fucking anybody else in the fucking. In oh, yeah, the and he's and think about it, he's still in the main event title anyway. So we'll get there right now. We'll get there. <laughs> We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I was like, yeah, go ahead. But no, man. Like I'm saying, like that's the one thing I was really emotionally happy about to see that from 
you know, from Sonata to have his moment that he deserves. Mm -hmm. This man worked his ass off. You mentioned the story. Fuck yeah, they both deserve it. I'm kind of glad they both did. I know I mentioned in the beginning, and I'm not going to say it. I'm not here to bullshit. I did mention it. Mm -hmm. Go back to the believe you, folks. Yeah, I did that I was not looking forward of seeing this being at its main event because it's like it makes it obvious here that Ignite will be the world champion. Because I feel like this could have been Naito's last opportunity, maybe his last run, and mm -hmm. he doesn't win this. And he did win. So, but seeing the match and seeing the entertainment side aspect of it, besides the moves, really make the story make sense at all. That at the end, Naito was the one that I can't say that made Sonata, but presented Sonata to the world. And then he just ran with the ball like a basketball. You know, you get here, I pass the ball, you run with it. And he ran with it and he fucking did a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. That's what he did. And so Naito is so the. It's not a you know losing to Naito made sense for me at the end because Naito is just, this could be his last run. Mm -hmm. All his injuries, all that shit that he's been through. I feel this is gonna be his last run as a world champion. Maybe he'll lose, maybe he'll maybe it's not over gain it back. Who knows? We don't know what direction they're heading to now, heading into you know, you know, New Year's Dash and then heading into we don't we don't know what's gonna happen. Now mm -hmm. it's a new chapter that we're gonna be looking forward to seeing of New Japan of what they're gonna be doing overall. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm excited. Let me see what, see what Brian. What's the name? Um, my name is Toyota, Boba Bonacano, the tag team like Crush Gals back in the days is a crime. Joshi relegated to bingo halls. Yes, I agree with you, Brian. Those were the days that were fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right, Lennox. Yes. Oh, what's going on? The World of Need Podcast. Dylan, my man, Marcus, everybody. What's going on, man? Hopefully, you guys caught them live earlier. They were live also as World of Need Podcast. Follow them, subscribe to them. They're bringing good shit. That's right. Got out y'all while you're while we're like, oh, you guys still live too. Okay, so there you go. We can go back and forth, folks, with us. No competition here. There's a love right here that we have for everybody here. But man, what an event, man. I'm looking forward to how this is really gonna happen. But one thing, were you at least happy? So be, before we move down to my were you happy with overall with Naito? I mean uh, with Okada and Brian. That match, or did you expect that at all to happen to end that way? Truth be told, honestly, every match that I was looking forward to did not disappoint. Um, I watched the other matches, and honestly, they were still they were extremely great to watch as well. It's like everybody everybody showed up with their A game, which is what I think everyone's supposed to do. And truth be told. I was I was looking for some I was looking like I said I'm a big fan of strong style. I've never been a big fan of like you know the high flyers, um, and there were some high flying, but honestly, it was like there was a lot of catch wrestling. There was a lot of chain wrestling, um, and everyone everyone did a great job of pretty much telling a great story the entire time they were there. So I was pretty I was pretty excited about everyone who was in it, including especially Zack Saber Jr. Um, Will Ospreay was great. Uh, don't tell Bruce I said that. Um, <laughs> He's gonna be watching replay anyways. I know, right? Um, and honestly, <laughs> like, even like even Mox was doing some, and I, I feel like we get cheated a little bit with Mox because Mox is a great has a great ground game. Yes, he does, and he used it to the full to his fullest potential. During the during the New Japan match, and I feel like we should get more of that in AEW because there's some stuff, there's some chain wrestling that he was doing 
that I was just like, why don't we get more of that? But um, I feel like we need to get more of that from Mox, I think. Um, I know we get like he gets the crazy dude with the blood stuff, but I think if we got more of that, I think it'd be great to watch him as well. So I agree. I'm looking forward, I'm excited, and I'm excited for New Japan. A lot of chapters that are happening, a lot of things. I'm looking forward to what you know how this is gonna turn out to be. Mm-hmm. And man, tell you what a start, what a way to start the year with a lot of professional wrestling folks. It's not over yet for New Japan. There's still no. that, you know, New Year's mm-hmm. Dash. We still got a lot more coming, man. There's so much shit. There's so much mm-hmm. shit. But you know what? So much shit, folks. It's about that time. Bayer, what a time is it, Bayer? It's time! It's time! It's Bayer time! Dynamite that happened 24 hours ago. Mm-hmm. And this was a new chapter for also for AEW because this was something that everybody was like, yeah, we're going to do it. You know, I was reading around or saying, well, yeah, we're going to see new new debuts, new wrestlers. And they're like, okay, <laughs> Tony Khan, I'm going to have to say this, man. Mm-hmm. You are straight out fucking bullshit. That's You're bullshit. Fucking, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> You're bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. You only give us one thing that we fucking talked about like a week ago, two weeks ago. We talked about it, but before we, we're gonna say that. But one thing we are gonna talk about is this shit. <laughs> Finally, we get the thing that we all wanted to talk about here, folks. And that is before we go, let me see what Lenny's gotta say. Um, it's a return is my favorite part of the pre-show. Oh, well, that's right. After five years being out of the ring, he finally yeah, returned. right. Mm-hmm. Man, that was the the reaction. Oh man, hell yeah, that was I. I agree, Lennox. Oh man, I did see that man. Yep, he was right. Better time, yes, that's right. It's better time. But man, we talked about it on on the pre-show last week. We made our predictions. We even do the watch long, and we were just like, oh shit. But we kind of expected this. We heard his promo, mm-hmm. we said it all. But the one thing that really Really got me, Pepsi Phil. What I want to know, get your thoughts of United Kingdom. What's going on here, pal? United <laughs> Kingdom. Okay, you gotta tell me what I mean. Okay, I, I was expecting a different name, but I didn't expect to be United Kingdom. What's up with that? I mean, I don't know. What's up with that, man? What's going on? Um, everybody needs a name. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you would need our name, but I don't know. What I mean, it's I, I feel like it's a callback to some of the guys. I was thinking Undisputed Kingdom. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, so I do understand this. I mean, United, you wait, hold on. He's a you mean United Kingdom? Oh, yeah. you said, wait, Undisputed, oh, sorry. Oh, okay, yes, it, Undisputed. As far as I'm concerned, it's a callback to the, the folks in Japan. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I misspelled it. <laughs> it in, his, in his time, I think it's a callback to his time in Japan. Um, it's still a callback to him in WWE, the Undisputed Era, uh, which I still think is probably one of the best uh, best factions they've done in a long time. Um, truth be told, eh, the name doesn't do much for me. And, uh, and here is something that I don't think anybody talks about at AEW. If you do not count um, their right now 
AEW does not do good factions. <laughs> the, no. only, the only good faction they've had is at this point the patriarchy with Christian Cage. And that's because of him. But if you think about it, they had the pinnacle, whatever the, the JSA, which I guess is a thing. Truth jazz, be, jazz, yeah, truth, jazz, jazz. Truth be told, they have not done factions well. So right now, I care less about the name and wondering what they're going to do with these guys. Obviously, Adam Cole is still heard. Um, but and them doing a Jay White, uh, Jay White Guns faction, not faction, but Jay White Guns rivalry does lend itself to some possibilities. But right now, um, I need to see what they do with this faction because right now it's got a bunch of folks in it and it, they're not really saying anything other than all of them. So, um, I need to see what they do with this faction. So, because right now. It's just a bunch of guys hanging out together in the same outfit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we heard his promo and then saying, okay, you know, Roger Strong's going to win the international championship. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, Warlow's going to get an award in contender shot. He's going to beat some old Joe. Warlow's going to give him the belt. <laughs> I don't think he will, but I guess so. But I do like the fact that, you know, now I, you, you're right. I mean, those fights, their faction is not as what we thought it would have been from the last couple of years. Strong, mm-hmm. no, there really isn't. I just there hasn't. This one it was unexpected, especially Warlow being part of the group. Was just like what? I mean, I, was, I mean, their House of Black also was a decent faction. So, so. That's the only decent faction I could say, but mm-hmm. we haven't seen much because Tony Khan again learned how to book them. And, and, stories. and this right we have the BCC, and truth be told, what have they done? I mean, yeah, they had they had a good run in the very beginning, but right now they're kind of fizzled out. So and let's face it, fact that happens to factions, but it's like they're still clinging on to it. Like it's one thing they just broke them up, but they're still clinging on to it. But I'm over here just like, are you actually a faction or are you just guys in the same group? That happened to be that happened to walk around together. So that's true. So. I mean, that's, that's very very true. Okay. Let's see, let's see. Oh why oh why Tony can't. Oh why why Tony can't book. That's right. You said it, Brian. You can't book Warlow. You can't. I don't think he can. Let's see. Let's see. Like I said, I predicted this faction name since Adam Cole, Matt Tape, and Mike Bennett has been reunited since mm-hmm. 2015 with the addition of Warlow and Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You did call it. You did call it Lennox. Put it archives, baby. That's right. That's why we love Lennox because he does mention right. But here's the thing now. What's gonna be next for these? Do you like this? The you know, you mentioned earlier about you know the acclaim came to make the save to Bullet Club. Are are is are we gonna see factions going out of here, all heels and baby face going at it? Because one thing I mean, the acclaim is still the trio's champion. Right, mm-hmm. still, so now are we gonna see mm-hmm. that? Sh- mm-hmm. So now that's the question. Now, I mean, is that gonna be the first feud for this for this new faction, United Kingdom? I don't, I don't know, honestly. Part of it is to help Cole heal faster. Um, they're doing a smart thing, they're still. I'm enjoying the fact they keep mentioning MJF's name, even though everybody says, uh, he's not on the roster anymore. Are you sure about that? 
<laughs> if he was gone, they wouldn't be talking about him all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, um, like I said, I need to see what they do because right now they don't look like they have a link together. I mean, yeah, um, Roderick Strong and Mike, Mike Bennett, and the rest of them seem to have a connection, but truth be, the rest of them just look like a bunch of randos they put together. Yeah, I mean. The, the- that's what it looks like to me. I mean, it looks like they're just a bunch of random people just being together, and I'm just like, uh, yeah. I don't know where they're going to be. I don't know if this is killing time because until Adam is ready to come back, that could be the case. I have no idea how the fuck they're going to well, go. MJF is ready to come back. Well, that too, because even though MJF said he quit, we saw all that. Like, we already know it's a fucking word. Mm-hmm. The man needs some time off. Give some time off, damn it. You know, mm-hmm. he, he deserves to have the time off, and mm-hmm. why the hell not? I mean, the man... Exactly. Yeah, I mean, the man worked with an injury. What do you expect? I mean, you expect mm-hmm. him to be like, oh, yeah. I'm... No, I think down the line after Revolution, I think is we'll probably see, you know, see his uh, his return. Who knows? I mean, we we may see that. I mean, I, it's it all depends. It all depends. Yes, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, move on out to the first matchup of the night. Of course, the international championship on the line, Orange Cassidy, Dante Martin. Look, this match was not bad at all. I was actually impressed. Dante, it was, I mean, it was just a good, solid match. Mm -hmm. Uh, Didn't really mean anything per se, other than just the beef they quote unquote the conversation they had at uh, World's End. Mm -hmm. But other than it just being a good match, that was pretty much about it for me. Yeah, I mean it, it was it was good to see you know Dante he looks great. I loved like everything. He looks fantastic and mm-hmm. moves like he normally moves. Orange, surprisingly, he opened. He I want to say he well, pretty much he kind of opened the show as as a you know, ring and ring match, but mm-hmm. wasn't bad. I mean we did see the Samoa Joe pre you know as well, but I didn't want to talk about that. It's like okay, we get the point. Mm-hmm. You're the champ, whatever. Yeah, you blah blah. I just, <laughs> Sorry, Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Impress me when you wrestle and defend that title. Jesus. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about what you want to talk about. That's right. <laughs> ah, before, wonderful. Before we begin. Oh, here we go. So yes. last week we talked about this, and our friend Bruce, Bruce. was full of Deanna Slander talking about she would be a mid Carter. Wherever she, if she went to AEW, WWE, and told me she couldn't do it, and let me just go down a list of her accolades really quickly. Uh, before you do, Bruce. Hey yo, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. There you go, Bruce. <laughs> I mean, she was number three and and one fifth like PWI's top one fifty wrestlers. She was number seven of the top two hundred fifty women wrestlers according to PWI twenty twenty three. The original one for a PWI was twenty twenty one. She was ranked 25 out of the top 30 professional wrestlers for my TBI's women under 30 in 2020, uh, 2023. Held the Impact Championship for 343 days, second in the most combined days being a TNA champion. Mm-hmm. Um, held uh, uh, three times Impact World Women's Champion, period. Uh, mm-hmm. One time Impact's Women Tag Team Champion. And four times Impact year-end award winner. And she's a one-time ROH champion. So she can be a main eventer if she's booked. 
not properly just booked. There and you she, go. And she can carry or at least help carry a division. I think we talked about this before that they need to start making some moves instead of just having a bunch of like, and I mean this all due respectfully. Respectfully. Like, respectfully. Instead of having a bunch of like mannequins wrestling who we don't see who are all either really new or haven't gotten around to it. Uh, but mm. they get names for your women's division, like Deanna Perrazzo, for Britt Baker especially, to be able to fight. Um, that's pretty much what Tony needs to be doing for this women's division. He needs to recruit as hard as he is the male wrestlers because she, coming in after Mariah May's matches, and basically like basically coming in talking about, I'm in this, talking about, I run this shit. <laughs> uh, like, that's what she does. She shows up and just says, I run this shit. Oh, see, thank look, you. even Temple, shout out to Temple, man. Good morning over there in the UK. Good morning. Mm -hmm. And literally, I mean, I will tell you right now, her having the belt has always been the most fun. I don't understand why people don't recognize how great a wrestler she is. Thank you. Got a solid, she's got a solid ground game, and I have seen her do some, have seen her do some chain moves. Which are amazing. So, and uh, and like I said, I'm just really, like I said, I, I'm really happy for all elite to bring her on board because I think um, I I I am I am kind of excited for her versus Tony Storm. Me too. I'm actually excited to see that once again because I'm excited for her a lot for that. First thing she does is calls out Timeless Storm. So, which I'm very excited about. So, I think, and like I said, I, I mean, you got two divas beating the crap out of each other, so you can't go wrong with that. So, you can. And now, what were your thoughts of Mariah May's fucking debut in, in her ring against Queen Amanada? What were your thoughts about that? It's a good match. She was good. She had a she had a really good showing, in my opinion. Um, Queen Amanada. Um, yeah. I've only seen her in dark matches, so it was really great. Seeing her on camera, like actual on a, on a big stage, so I was really happy to see her. Um, I think, I think, like I said, I think Mariah May is going to be fine. I haven't, I mean, she's got a solid wrestling background. I haven't seen anything to make me think she's going to stand out yet, though. Um, but again, she's got that solid wrestling, so that's like that's like one third the battle right there. So, yeah. And I love the fact that Tempo broke it down saying, you know, everything, all the credentials that you mentioned mm -hmm. about Verdiana. And it's yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with we were with you, Tempo. And Bruce, you're bullshit, Bruce. <laughs> she ain't mid card, man. She ain't mid card. I mean, truth be told, I've been a fan of hers from like before she got released from WWE. So let's see what Lennon said to say. Shout out to the social media sensation, rising star in the wrestling world of Mario May. For an impressive in-ring debut last night and Deanna Prosser's debut, I'm still in shock. Oh, man, I think we mm -hmm. all are, but we kind of expected it. I think Pepsi Phil and I kind of expected more heading to that direction more I than mean, the... Yeah, we knew she was going somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. I knew, I personally knew she wasn't going to WWE because I think I called it, called, talking about they were the ones who cut her in the first time, so I, I did not understand if she would go back to them. But I, like I said, I think we picked either AWROH for her or because yep. we weren't sure. Um, I think right now, like her, like I said, her and AEW is great. So, oh, yeah, 
I mean, it's great. I, I'm I'm happy for her that she is, you know, mm -hmm. at a place that I think that she could do a lot of things in, in AEW mm -hmm. and also Ring of Honor too. Like I also have her go both both sides. But Tony Khan, man, you better keep your promise, man. You said you were gonna give an hour fucking show to these women. You better do it. 2024, <laughs> baby, you better fucking do it. Give this woman an hours and shit. Mm -hmm. Give him an hour. Let me see. Oh, oh, the temple says, oh, Viana and yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The call temple. That was a fucking banger imagine. Hell yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that again either. Hell no, I wouldn't mind seeing mm -hmm. that. You know, Thunder Rosa, now that she's back in action. And I know this is off subject, but did you read what Britt Baker put on social media for a pan? Did you read that shit? <laughs> Tell me, oh man. Again, I go back to my original yeah. thought. I go back to my original thing. Uh, yeah, it was insane, but here's the thing. She must have permission to post it because Daniel Bryan would be on it. <laughs> Any other way, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson be on her ass about it already. So, as far as I'm concerned, it ain't nothing but a work. So, <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. Like, if, if, uh, if, you ain't, if, if you don't have the American dragon up your ass when you do a post, then yeah, it's a work. It has to be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure fucking Brian before that this pen. Okay, you can post this. It, fine, go ahead. Mm -hmm. For her to, oh yeah, fine. That's a me. That's a bad. Like Jesus, mm -hmm. Brid, you're taking Tim off because your vato is hurt. I know he came on television. Relax. Let's see. He, Bruce has been spending time with Matt Riddle and MLW because he has been something. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Bruce. You're bullshit, Bruce. Let's see. Let's see, Bruce. Been spending time with Matt Riddle because he's smoking, he's smoking something. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sure they have. I tell you that, man. I tell you. But yeah, but, but about, Mariah, as far as I'm concerned, had a good opening, had a good showing. Oh man, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely, it's a good, good showing. And uh, speaking of good showing, this match, I was really impressed. Oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm. Like a shut up. I mean, with, with Kanosuke, I'm always impressed with that kid. So, but you gotta change that theme song, man. Fuck it, just like, <laughs> fuck, man. I have make it more evil. That's that's just what about it? I don't know. I don't fucking get a theme song. I don't know. I, just, I digress. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but break it down, Pepsi Phil. This match was actually for me was match of the night in AEW. My yeah, opinion, I would. I'd agree, I'd agree with that. Yeah, um, Takeshita uh, has always been a solid dude. Watching him wrestle, he's extremely strong. He's been doing stuff that you actually don't get to see most wrestlers do. Um, I forget what what's the what's the what's what's the I forget what the name they gave him was, but yeah, he is that. Uh, fuck, what was he? Uh, fuck, I heard him. I know I. What's his name? Said it. What the fuck was his name? Uh, Brian or Lennox? What did they call? Uh, it was it just a chosen one, or I think it's the uh, alpha. Oh, the no, is it the alpha? Something like maybe either way, or temple. Tell me, I think what, what did they call Konosuke? I forgot. I, I totally either forgot. Oh, way, way Konosuke has been doing a really great job, not only of fitting into our and into the into this place, into mm -hmm. into the country, but also pretty much selling like who he is to the to the fans. Oh, there you go, Dom. Uh, alpha. Alpha. Oh. Yeah. So I think, like I said. I think the best thing about, and sadly for Darby, 
Um, Darby's going to be the punching bag for a long time at this point. Until Tony Khan decides to book him a different way. Oh, I can say is that rolling fucking German suplex. In the, uh, he took it like a fucking champ, man. This guy stopped taking those type of bumps, man. Like, oh, my God. I cringe when I saw that. I'm like, look, I watched his head. I'm like, even Brian, Brian Rice keep it. I was like, look at him. You're all right? You okay? Can you still go? Like, shit. Like, fuck, man. That was just fucking, oh, it kind of cringed me. I was like, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, since he beat Omega twice in one week. Okay, that because mm-hmm. thank you, Don. Right, be, be right back. Yes. <laughs> but man, I, I just all it does for me, folks. This match was actually great. I really enjoyed it. It was not bad overall with matchup. Seeing uh, you know, Takesha being pushed at this level, I think it's about time that we get to see that finally from an ingrown, you know, for a homegrown talent, not only just from me from being from DDT, cool. but everything else, but here. This one in in America in AEW, and I'm glad to see that faction with him and Don Callis mm-hmm. is pushing it. But just change the fucking theme song, though. <laughs> like just fucking change it. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I didn't keep everything else. Mister, yeah. Oh, so there you go. The Alpha Kaleska Takesha. Yep, I'm appreciate you, Lennox. We just watched her skin and finish. Yes, yes, it was. We talked about it earlier, Temple. Mm-hmm. We talked about it earlier, so you oh, want to replay sad. it too. Cold match of the night for me. Okay, that's your cold. That's cold. fair. That's yeah. Okay. That's fair. But I feel that was for me the match of the night. I think this one really got me cringy. Even got everybody got the whole crowd involved. I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit. Oh yeah, I kind of needed that shit. I kind of needed the um, that Takesha push. And of course, we did see the aftermath. Okay, oh, yeah, I want to challenge you next week. We at home, homecoming. Uh, yeah, okay. It, what I laughed about that was really like the camera stood still, like after, mm-hmm. right after Renee Perkett finished with you know, with the Don Callis family, he just stood there like, uh, I like, okay, he's still learning. All right, he's still, still learning. learning. <laughs> brother man, still uh, learning. brother yeah. man is still learning. Uh, Oh my god, yes. I think so too, Temple. I I don't I, I agree with you. My favorite is Darby. Have you seen have you heard about the exchange between Darby and uh Adam Copeland? No, no, no. Break it down for me. I want to hear that. Adam Copeland is trying to like he reached he reached out to Darby said, maybe you should calm down and slow down a little bit. And apparently Darby was like, really? Because I think Adam Copeland said, in my day, we were a lot more careful. And Darby's answer was, in your day, you jumped through a flaming table. <laughs> and Adam Copeland was like, well, you know, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. What are your thoughts on the IG double? Well, Lennox, for me, that belt is not bad looking. I, I like it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the intercontinental IWGP belt. A little bit, just because of the mm-hmm. color. But I know that the gold is more like bronze type of style. If you go back and look at the look at the history of the intercontinental one in IW in IWGP one, it was more brown bronze. This was more golden, which is not bad. I don't think it's bad. I like it. I hope they push this belt to make it like maybe this could be their their inner their intercontinental party belt mm-hmm. now moving forward. Maybe that could be the case. If that's the case, then why not have that global championship? Now it's called global, right? Defend that belt. Go, you know, with now with the associations with All Japan, NOAA, DDT, bring it to AEW. Heck, even bring it out to the indie circuit. Why the hell not? Or even in TNA. So they're, they they get along with New Japan as well. 
I wouldn't mind seeing that either as well. So I give it a, you know, I actually like the belt, Lenny. So I ain't gonna lie. I actually like it. I'm okay. looking forward to seeing more. How about you, Pepsiville? What do you think about it? It reminds me of the WWE <laughs> championship belt. Um, <laughs> that stuff has. um I agree with you. What you said, it does make sense. Truth be told, it'll take them a while to kind of get settled. Um, I think the belt itself looks fine. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, it just looks fine. It, it didn't really do much for me or didn't strike out at me. Yeah, because, you know, there was too much going on that day for us mm -hmm. to be like, I mean, that mat, the aftermath, everything, you're like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. It was just too much overwhelming. And mm -hmm. yes, Brian, we, we both cr I cringe when I saw mm -hmm. that. I was like, shit! Mm -hmm. Damn it, man. Let's see what Temple got to say. The IWG pool title is one sexy belt. Shout out to the junior heavyweight tag, tag title to G. And, and the theme mm -hmm. tribute was, yes, he did. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, yep, we went through too, Temple. We are yep. with you on that. Yeah. Man, man, that's crazy. So the, the, what a for me, this is match of night. And then of course, all right, I guess you could say this is something that was different. A fatal four-way, of course, for the no one contendership for the Continental Crown Championship. Of course, mm -hmm. Eddie Kingston was on commentating, and we do see Brian Keys. Shout out to my boy Brian Keys. Mention him on the debate awards. He is the rising star of the year. And I said it, Pepsi Phil, right there. Mm -hmm. I told you. I told you. Ben Hijo de Valkingo coming <laughs> back. Brian Cage for once we fucking find a C in Dynamite again. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Trent Beretta, which didn't expect. But I can tell you, and I know I'm going to get shitted on this. I know I am. I'm not saying it was a bad match, folks. All I'm saying is it was a good match. Yeah. It was a good Fatal 4. I enjoyed all four of these men. They did a fantastic job. Shout out to all 40s men. Incredibly okay. fucking. It was fucking wonderful. Yes, it was. It was wonderful. And especially AD Kingston on the commentating talking shit mm -hmm. cast mm -hmm. and everything else. So it's a dude. Mm -hmm. But this reminds me of more of an indie type of fucking match. Independent circuit. Sorry, folks. I know. Mm -hmm. I know that it, I know you cannot believe this shit. Believe it, folks. But it was like a it felt like an indie fucking PWG. Mm -hmm. An indie show, but it was great to get the crowd more involved. Like, oh my god, yes. mm -hmm. oh yeah, I was happy about that. I was excited. I was really okay. Like, it gave me good, it gave me good feelings, especially seeing Brian Keith, man. Even though he just took the pin, but hey, at least that man took that pin wisely and yeah, yeah, yeah. love it, man. How'd you feel about Pepsi? What you mm -hmm. think about it? It was a good solid match. I enjoyed it. I thought it was um, it was really good seeing Brian Keith. Um, David Valentine, what's going on, my brother? Appreciate you. You give us breaking really? news. Really, really. Oh, I haven't. Okay, I want to see that on social media. We'll talk about that right now. But go ahead, Pepsiville. Go for it. Like I said, Brian, like he, like the bounty hunter, never. No, like I said, he, he, great presence. I love seeing him work, and it was really good to see him get some TV time. So. Like I said, yeah, yeah, you said he did take the L for that one, but honestly, he ain't hurt by it shit. No, he, he ain't hurt by it, but, but did you agree on this man being the Trembretta with taking the of course winning and being the number one contender? Or who actually you wanted to be the number one contender versus Eddie Kingston? Um, I'm actually okay with that, honestly, only because it is Trent's house, so it does make sense for him to kind of get the thing. Um 
Huh. <laughs> Sorry. PW Mania is saying that they're, expect, they're expecting Sasha um, to join AEW. Yeah, everybody's saying that. I don't see no MOW. That's what I'm looking for, too. I don't see it. Do you see it? Because I don't see it. I'm not seeing it. Um, no. But, I mean, unless she's making a guest appearance, uh, David, that could be the case. I mean, who knows? Maybe that is the case. We do not know. Because I don't think that's a good idea for her to go to MOW. Don't disrespect MOW. They do, they do great oh, no, stuff. I understand, yeah, but, I mean... It's a good starting point. That let's face it. Let's say it's a good starting point for someone like her. Yes, respectfully, MOW, respectfully. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, and then of course we got the main event. Oh man, the battle of dance. We finally got it. <laughs> the really can say. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like I, I feel like the kid was wasted in this one. Oh, that shit hurts. Mm -hmm. Really, really, Booker. He said this. A Tell me, he didn't just say that. Uh, he did. He said it already. Yeah. Yep. So break it down, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Garcia's a great wrestler, and I feel like him against Swerve doesn't really push Swerve's storyline ahead a little bit more. Um, David Garcia, for the most part, kind of it was. I kind of just felt like a body they put in there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's pretty much. I I agree, Temple. It should have. I think. I think. It honestly, should have been the people that were in the C two. I think that would have made more sense. Even though we saw him in the eight man tag, but at least could have gotten Brody King. Uh, would have gotten. Uh, let's see. Kept. Well, was Trent in? No, actually, no. Mark Briscoe. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. Jay Lethal. And who else could have been the other fourth man? Um, got to think who else could have been a fourth man. I know you're talking about all these other shits. I see the table you're working. Oh, Claudio, on. there you go, Claudio, there you go. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. you go. or Roosh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, go ahead. Tom, my apologies. Go ahead. You were saying about this main event. Uh, oh no, it just it was uh, like I said, it, it wasted for me. It felt like it wasted Danny Garcia. But I think they also created, like, I think that's what they were looking for. Because truth be told, Swerve right now needs to be in a championship run. So, or at least, shall we say, chasing the title. Well, like, he's going to be chasing Adam Hangman Page after he came out. He came he came over there being like Steve Austin coming over there like, what, 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 what? That's all he was doing. What? What? Yes. Like, what? I said like you. What? You heard what I said. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> but no, but I mean, you see, I love Danny and Swerve in the main event. And what I didn't get is why is Hangman jumping Swerve after learning who laid him out? What's all right? I'll play up for you, Tom. He, he, What's up with that? I have no idea, Dom. Same. I, I wish I could answer that question. Mm. But what makes sense though, Pepsi Phil, is that could be the start. For the number one contendership, the trio, the trilogy between these two men, and the winner of that will face the more Joe at Revolution. I think that's mm -hmm. what should happen. Okay. 
I don't know you feel, but but I'll say one thing. This match I did enjoy. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Garcia, we finally get to see him, you know, kind of be a little more serious. A little bit. I know we have a little comedy that dance, 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 dance. Uh, we get that. But the one thing is we got some serious wrestling and wrestling right there. The wrestling. Yeah. Got some of the wrestling from, of course, uh, you know, Daniel Garcia, which I really enjoyed. It wasn't bad at all. I was really impressed. Yeah. Uh, match. It was a good match. So. It was a good match. I mean, fucking Swerve, man. This guy is, he hasn't stopped ever since he's been booked very well, and I'm happy for him. But I feel that that's what I, that's what I feel should happen mm-hmm. between, between Hangman and Swerve to be heading to that direction for the number one contendership, unless they're making a triple threat at Revolution between Swerve, okay. Hangman, and Joe. So I don't know how you, do you feel that the prediction of that direction, or what prediction do you have for this one? Okay. You tell me what prediction do you have? Hmm. Tough one, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. Still thinking about it, truth be told, for for everybody watching at home. Oh man, mm-hmm. exactly. We, we gotta definitely think about that. That's a tough one. That that that's a really really tough one right there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I this was this match was not bad at all. I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was a good matchup. It was great. Oh, let's see. What do we see? No disrespect, but those four, but that those are the four was random as fuck. I know it was random. That's why I was saying that what I said earlier, Temple. That I was like, okay, why are you, you know, bringing these two men? If I guess, I mean, I, okay, I, I, I guess. All right, what but, you got? I mean, all right. I guess now to end the show here, folks, mm-hmm. just to let you guys know what's happening this weekend in professional wrestling on AEW, of course. What is happening in AEW? Mm-hmm. This is what's happening in AEW. We got this. We got a collision. The course of well, Rampage, first of all. We got Rampage. Tomorrow, we got the Hardys and Mark Briscoe versus the Butcher and Blade. Well, I was fucking surprised. Mm-hmm. I thought they were gone. Like, yeah, I did, too. Like, I was like, Butcher and Blade. What? Yeah. And, you know, Kip Saban. We mm-hmm. have uh, Hikaru Shida versus Anna J. Wheeler Yuta putting the pure title on the line versus Commander. And we have Willow Nightingale. And of course, Chris Tanner in action. I guess we're going to see a tag match of that Saturday. Of course, we have Collision so far announced two matches: FTR versus the House of Black, Buddy Murphy and Malachi Black. And we also have the Continental Crown Championship on the line as Eddie Kingston, but defending against who won that four-way that Temple said it was useless, <laughs> mm-hmm. Trent Beretta. And of course, next week one announcement already: the Homecoming. For next week's dynamite is Koleska Takashera and Power Hobbs Will Hobbs. Okay. Stay mm-hmm. and Darby Allen. So there's a a lot of things happening next week, folks. It's not over. We still got Friday Night SmackDown happening coming up tomorrow as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are happening next week on Monday Night Raw. A lot of things happening next week on Dynamite. And also you have next Saturday, you have TNA that are back officially TNA hard to kill. Okay. Happening next Saturday, which is on June, January the 13th. That's going to be something. There's a lot of professional wrestling starting at the beginning of the year of May, folks. So get ready for that because there is, is a lot mm-hmm. of action happening this past weekend. Are okay. you excited for what are you excited for this weekend for this world of professional wrestling pimps film? I'm just curious to see what happens. So I'm curious to see what happens with it. Um but like I said, yeah. right now for me, it's like I want to see where all this stuff is going. So, 
Mm-hmm. So that's me. Mm, right. And also for all everybody in Southern California, well, out there, not forget, come see the, the director himself, the one and only Chris Kennedy, as next Friday at the House mm-hmm. of Blues in Anaheim, California. He'll yeah. be performing. He'll be performing right there, the House of Blues at Fate Destroyed, right there, of course, performing. Ah, oh, man, from zero to hero, Gozard against the sun, and where it where it lies. Right there is the band lineup for next Saturday on January the 12th. Stay tuned for that. I might be there. I don't know. There's a lot of things happening that Friday, January 12th. Of course, at the House of Blues, once again, get your tickets. Go to Troy to follow them on social media platforms, folks. And go get those tickets now because they need to go. You're going to be some good shit. Oh, why, why are we getting the third match between Swerve and Hangman? Swerve beats, beats him twice. Mm-hmm. Move on. I'm with you too, Temple, but I feel like that's the direction heading into the number one contendership. <laughs> it's the rubber match. It's the rubber match. And it's a rubber match. Maybe so. I mean, that could be the case. Okay. But All yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but there you have it, folks. We are done covering everything what happened this whole week of professional wrestling. Do not forget to follow us and subscribe here. On the COD, of course, and you already know, people, that here's the, net, the, the main network. We got a lot of shows that are coming back. We got new shows coming as well. Stay tuned for that. I'm not going to spoil mm-hmm. it. You have to subscribe and follow us. And to all of our Instagram people that are watching us live now, do not forget to subscribe and follow us. Do that. Do us that favor. We're above almost hitting that 500. And let's see. And Temple said, Zangman should have been having more beef with United Kingdom, not Swerve. I know. I'm with you on that too. Mm-hmm. I don't get it either. That's what we're gonna have to wait and see how that turns out to be. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. But man, once again, Pepsi Phil, my brother, let the people know where they can find you, brother. One more time. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram JP two four six zero one. And if you check the if you check the com if you check the comments if you check the profile, you'll see a link tree with every place you can find me. So feel free, kids. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. But yes, hopefully Top Rope person Top will be back this Saturday. Um, let's hopefully they will be. Mm-hmm. But, but we'll see. Just stay tuned for more coming shows here on this channel, folks. We appreciate you guys for being with us. It is that time. Make an uh, optimist time. Autobots, transform and roll out. We are rolling now, folks. We are, Leo. I love it. I know you love it, too. But don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, here, of course, on the Debate Network, here on Circle Debate Channel, of course, the Debate Podcast. My host right here, Miko Biden, my brother mm-hmm. right here, brother, the one, the only fans of professional wrestling right here. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and, of course, myself. We don't just do podcasting. FTS is only just a music. Rub, of course. Wrestling DeLorean. Meatheads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rod, we don't all just do that. We fucking make history. Enjoy your weekend, folks, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Don Callis, can you tell us? Can you tell us, please? I bet you do, please. Well, before hold on, one more, mm-hmm. time, one more thing before we go. Temple got to sit Commander is getting the pure title match. Like what the fuck is Tony Khan actually smoking? A- yeah, <laughs> he's smoking. He's sniffing. I tell you that. That's what he's doing. <laughs> All right, baby. Have a good night. Enjoy the weekend. And don't forget, we make history. Must be Juju. Goodbye. And good night.